When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay? Here's the deal. I'm tired of talking about stupidity. Yes, the stock market was stupid again today. And a half point drop in interest rates? Boy, stupidity is... uh, contagious (laughs) yeah should i say contagious in this environment (laughs) oh my gosh oh i will say this though um i i went to a doctor's appointment with my wife who's just getting a follow-up appointment and it's a new doctor we're we're looking at (laughs) when we went in they said are you the only one uh, coming in today she goes no my husband's with me and the woman behind the desk said "Well, okay both of you will have to sign one of these she goes, what's that? And they said, uh, it's for uh, the coronavirus. We had to sign a statement saying we hadn't been in China. <laughs> but we did tell them that I'd been in Seattle, which apparently almost did as bad as being in China. So um, we're not going to talk about those things, though. We're just not going to talk about them because this is just crazy. And I don't want you paying attention to it. I don't want to draw any more attention to the stupidity that is us. I mean, it's just, it's us. I mean, for heaven's sake. Now, this I will talk about. Why would the coronavirus cause a shortage of water coming out of the taps in your home? I'm going to give you a minute to think about that. So why are you buying a bottled water? Let's assume for a second that we all catch it at one time or another. Everyone isn't going to have it at exactly the same time. But let's just assume it's the worst ever and we all catch it. So you got to stay home for a couple of weeks. The water is not likely to stop coming out of your tap. It's not like a group of 10,000 people are needed to turn the valves to turn on the water it's pretty solitary individual kind of job and somebody will definitely make sure that happens and a lot of it is automated i'm sure it's going to work out so what is with us in panic i honestly think we like it i think we get a big kick out of panicking i think it's fun it's kind of like riding a roller coaster or visiting a haunted house or reading a scary book or going to a horror flick we like being scared which is great go to a horror flick read a gothic novel but stop doing it with money okay and now we're just going to answer questions because we do have several questions to answer and you can call us with your questions at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or you can type them in at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. 
And it's really easy. Also at TalkingRealMoney.com, lots of other great stuff. Also visit RealInvestingJournal.com, Real Investing Journal for written stuff. And let's see, we're going to, I think let's do this question. Uh, hi, Don and Tom. Hey, I just want to thank you guys for all you do. Um, my question is, uh, my son has a brokerage account at Schwab invested in mutual funds. Um, it, it is a taxable account. <clears throat> He's a police officer in Ohio. And he wants to put that money in his deferred compensation program or 457B program. Um, is that uh, he wants to use it for retirement? Um, is that okay to do? And it's a the account is roughly thirteen thousand um, dollars. How should he move that over? Okay, I'll wait and listen for your answer. Again, thanks for all you do. Huh. So he wants to take money in a taxable account and at Schwab and move it into his 457 at work. It really, this is not a, an easy question to answer because it really depends on the quality of the investments within the 457. I would be sorely tempted, sorely tempted to take that $13,000 since it is not yet April. So if he did not make a contribution to an IRA or a Roth IRA for 2019, he can make a contribution for both 2019 and 2020 at the same time. So that is a max of... 6000 each year. So he can put $12,000. Actually, 13 if he's over 50, but it doesn't sound like he is. $12,000 into a Roth IRA. Now, I would imagine that given the fact that he is a public servant, he does not make big bucks today. And so, therefore, a tax deduction is not going to be particularly valuable. But if he saves the limit of his Roth every year, 6000 and he starts now adding to his 457 at work from his payroll, he's going to have a fairly decent amount of change when he gets to retirement. Plus, he'll probably have some sort of a, I don't know what the pension situation is there, but some police departments still have them. And that means he may be in a slightly higher bracket when he retires than he is today or comparable in tax rates. Who knows where they're going to be? I'd rather take the bird in the hand, which is tax-free growth today, than uh, play the whole game down the road hoping your tax rate is lower. I love Roths. I just think they're really the best choice. If he has a wonderful 457 and he can't afford to do both the 457 and the Roth, then maybe do the 457. If there's any matching, great, do that. But uh, all things all things being equal, he can make better choices in his Schwab IRA or a Vanguard IRA more than likely than he can in the 457 at work because 457s are notorious for picking bad products because the people who make the decisions, well, they're usually not the best investors and they're easily persuaded by people who aren't looking out for their best interests and the best interests of their employees. 
Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. we got another question lined up right about now. Hello, my name is Christopher, and my question focuses on using money invested in an IRA to purchase a rental property. Specifically, how can I convert income from a portion of my mutual fund-based IRA into a rental property? My goal is for the purchased property to be an IRA asset with the overall intent of diversification within my IRA. I have considered a real estate investment trust, but my question today specifically focuses on using IRA money to purchase a rental property. Thank you. Boy, this question comes up far more often than I'd like it to, and I think it has something to do with all the... uh with all the podcasts and the books that are encouraging people to put all their money into rental properties, this passive income deal. No, I think this is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea for a variety of reasons. One, it reduces your diversification. It doesn't improve it. How does owning one piece of property in one market in America improve your diversification? Your risks are outrageously high. Outrageously high. And then there are the fees. The lowest fee I've ever seen for a self-directed IRA that allows you to buy properties in the IRA is a couple of hundred bucks a year. That compares to fees of, oh, let's see, zero at most of the better mutual fund companies. So you're immediately sucking down a big chunk of your money to pay somebody a custodial fee for doing the paperwork. Now, you can go to Vanguard if you really want to diversify in real estate. Why not diversify in real estate all over the country? Everywhere. Because real estate is not, well, real estate investment trusts are not tax-friendly. They distribute a lot of taxable money, which makes them great in an IRA. They're wonderful in an IRA. However, individual properties have tax advantages that are lost in an IRA. You give them up in an IRA. It's, this is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. And if you got it from some book or some podcast, don't read that author again and don't listen to that podcast again because it is some of the worst advice I can possibly imagine for a retirement account. Actually, I just think buying individual properties unless you're doing it as a business, not as an investment, but as a business. This is your business or your another business. It's a bad idea. Diversify, diversify, diversify. Keep costs low, keep costs low, keep costs low, to quote Nobel Prize winner William Sharp. This is not diversification. Our number, anytime, is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or send your questions in to TalkingRealMoney.com. Use the contact form. Also, check out all the other podcasts at TalkingRealMoney.com. If you want to meet with one of our advisors at Vestory, for free, one time, just to get some bigger question answered, all you have to do is go to TalkingRealMoney.com and set up an appointment. It's easy. The form's right there. Uh, and there's no sales pitch, no obligation, no cost. No, we will not manage your money for life. That would be stupid. We have to charge for that. That's how we make a living. But we, we will help everybody. That is our motto. We help everybody. Well, that's not our official motto, but it's one of our mottos. 855-935-TALK. Call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and let's fit one more call in before we go. 
Hey, Don, I have a quick question for you. So a lot of people tend to panic when the markets do what they've been doing this week and they sell and they lock in their losses. I have a bit of an opposite problem. I tend to want to buy, buy, buy when the market is like this. Um, I like to fund my Roth IRAs and get money in there. And the problem is a lot of times I don't necessarily have that money set aside and sometimes feel tempted to dip into my emergency fund to quickly fund my Roth while the market is going down. So I was just wondering if you have any advice or uh, counsel surrounding kind of the opposite problem that most people have. Thank you. Thanks for all you guys do. Bye. Well, I like your philosophy. Yeah. When things look bleak, and I'm not talking about that today, <laughs> when things look bleak, uh, take advantage of the stupidity and buy. Yeah. Smart move. Should you tap your emergency fund to do that? Well, maybe. Maybe. Because you're going to make the contribution anyway. You're just going to make it now while things are down. Although they could go down more. Don't, you know, I don't know what the future holds. But if you want to do that and you have a plan for replacing your emergency funds and you've got, you know, that plan calls for, for funding the IRA or called for funding the IRA over the next few months and it's not going to deplete your emergency fund, then yeah, why not? Do it now rather than do it later. The best time to invest is now. Well, actually, I used that proverb in one of the previous podcasts. The best time to invest, this is paraphrasing it, the best time to invest is 20 years ago or was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And the 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 actually the second best time is now when it really goes down. The third best time is now anytime. So yeah. Short answer, if I was going to replace it over the next few months, I wouldn't wouldn't hesitate. Again, our number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Thank you for all your great questions. They do keep coming in, and we really do appreciate it. And um, we will keep answering them as long as you keep asking them. And I'm still drawing air. No coronavirus. <laughs> no coronavirus. I don't leave the house. It's going to be hard for me to get it, unless I got it in Seattle. Um, thanks for listening. Tell friends, tell family, tell anybody who brings up money stuff. If somebody says, well, the stock market, say, oh, please, go listen to Don. Shh, it'll be okay. Take a deep breath. Don will make it all right. Tell your family, tell everybody, and please subscribe to the podcast through uh, Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service. And I think that covers it. Yeah, we're done for today. Have a great one. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. <laughs>